Welcome to the second episode of the podcast, My Why. I am your host, Samantha, from Michigan. Um, the goal is to invite different guests on the show, but for this one, I decided to invite my mother on it again, because <laughs> uh, she has a wealth of knowledge in the information we're going to talk about today. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was to first discuss the reason why I have such a high faith and belief in God and why I trust him so and feel that he's going to pull us through whatever circumstances we might be going through. And the show was originally supposed to be based on that topic alone until I discovered there were so many different topics I could speak about. But because the show was going to be based off that, I figured I should have this second episode be my why I believe in God and trust him so. We touched on the last episode that my family has been through a lot. We've been through death and tragedy. Um, I lost my brother when I was 12, my dad when I was 16. I was in my own coma when I was 18. I went to a brain injury re- facility, not rehabilitation. Well, it was a rehabilitation. I said both words at the same time there. A facility in 2012. I mean, it was just back-to-back trauma, it felt like at the time. And without realizing it, God was teaching me this whole time. I mean, from my first accident, it was almost like he gave me a second chance at life at that time because that first accident should have taken me. You know, definitely. It was just the injuries I suffered and the amount of time I was in the hospital. I mean, they told my mom I only had a 10% chance to live at the time. Right, Mom? Do you remember that? So to come through all that, I feel like he totally was giving me a second chance at life. And I see that now. I didn't see it then. But that was probably my biggest lesson, my biggest time that he was teaching me. You know, if he was going to let me survive something like this, he had much more to teach me. There was a reason that I was supposed to be here. And that's what he continues to do. He continues to teach me every single day. And through his teachings... My trust, my faith, my belief in him grows and grows and grows. And he is the sole reason I am here today. I'm able to do this show. I'm able to be a mom. I'm able, I have a college degree. I have a job. I'm able to do all these things after being told I only had a 10% chance to live. And through all that, he's taught me that he is the sole one I should rely on. My sole idol, um, who I trust completely, 100%, who I should only trust and not rely on anything else but him because he is the only one that will get us through. And I have to carry that with me daily because we have our daily struggles, whether they're minor, major, traffic jams to death in the family. I have to live with that every day and know that whatever I'm going to go through, he's going to pull me through. You know, he's going to pull me through it no matter what it is. And that gets me through each day. And I only learned that by his teachings through all my sufferings. It sucks. For lack of better words, it sucks. Did I, did I seriously have to go through all that suffering just to be taught that he's the only one I should rely on and that I can rely on? Sometimes it felt like, why did I have to go through that just to learn that? But I don't think I would have learned it any other way. I mean, if I didn't experience life, I couldn't trust him with my life, right? If that makes sense. I mean, 
I trust him to hold my life in his hands, protect me, guide me, lead me down the right path. He's the only one that's going to take us there. I believe that now. I couldn't have told you that 15 years ago. At the time, 15 years ago, the only person I looked to was my mom and said, how the heck are we going to get through this? I didn't know that it was going to be the good Lord and be him forever. I didn't want to believe that. I couldn't see him. Well, and you were young. You you were young when you lost your brother. You were young when you lost your dad. And, you know, the worst thing that can happen to a young person is to lose a parent, whether it's through death or abandonment. That's the worst thing that can happen. And so um, you just don't know. You just don't know how you're going to get through it. And at that time, not only were you young, you're your faith in God, your relationship with God was younger and, you know what I mean? So I couldn't even understand how, how something understand. I couldn't see how? could get me through something yeah. so tragic. Right. That's the big thing. Yeah. I can't see you, so how am I supposed to trust you? Oh, what does he teach? Seeing, I can't see what you're doing. Seeing and believing. Mm-hmm. And he does have us in the palm of his hand, like you said, and he gets us through. And you don't even realizing it, that he's getting you through when he's getting you through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, your eyes are so set on the ultimate goal, like the end result that like you don't realize that the steps to get there are him not only teaching you, but getting you through because mm-hmm. everything turns out so positively in the end, you know, like whether it's meeting new people that get you to the next step to where you need to be in the path or whether it's a new career or a new life choice, whatever it might be, you don't realize the, those things are the building blocks to getting sure. to the end result, mm-hmm. you know, until it's mm-hmm. all said and done. And then you're like, oh, wait. You know, I met that person for a reason, or I had that job for a reason, or I took that street for a reason, you know, wherever mm-hmm. it might lead oh, you yeah. to. And that's why, you know, we have to remember, and it's very, it's difficult to do, but but we have to remember that he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. God doesn't lie. That's hard and, to remember. And, and the heat he of said... The- but yeah, but when you when when you get to a point, I mean, and, and even the most devout people, you know, forget that we're human, right? Um, but he said he would not leave us, and so when you know that he's right there with you, that brings a peace to your heart and your soul and your mind, you know, and. And you can get through the next thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's huge for us to be communicating and but also being silent. Silence is huge. Right. Huge, huge, huge. Because you can't you can't hear what another person is saying when you're talking all the time. So God wants to hear us and he wants us to pray to him, but we also need to sit in silence and listen. And listen. You know, and so you and you have so much peace when you do these sort of things that when you make decisions right that you have to make in life you have his peace when the decision is going along the path that is the right path when you make decisions that you are very unsettled very unsettled and you're just like uh, i don't think so but then you go for it you kind of get bumped that you go oh, okay I shouldn't have done that. You kind of get bumped back. It's kind of like being in a picture frame. You can only go so far, right? Right. 
Right, so right. You get yeah. bumped this way or that way. You know, you have some you have some actual physical boundaries, um, but we don't have them in life. But um, but it's all part of his path, and all part of his teaching. Correct. So that bump back is a learning process. Oh, we learn. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we like, definitely learn. Yeah. Hope you know. Hopefully, or a teaching. You know, this. You know, you went here, but this is why you shouldn't have gone here, and this is why I took you back. Yeah. I mean, you kind of learn all that after after the fact. After the fact, and it was your dear friend Cheryl. Uh, I hope she doesn't mind that I say this, but I remember her saying that one time, um, everything was okay in the end, and if it's not okay yet, it's not the end. Mm-hmm. And that has always stuck with me. I repeat that quite often. So thank you, Cheryl. I re- I repeat that all the time <laughs> to people. Sure she won't mind. Like you know. Um, when they're stressed out about something and can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm like, it's not the end yet. You know, and I think of mm-hmm. her. So I live by that. If it's not okay yet, it's not the end. True. You know, and like mm-hmm. life is such a blink of an eye and eternity. You know what I mean? That yes. like our, this day is a blink of a blink of an eye, well, yeah. you know? And so like whatever we going, we're going through is just so short lived and, if we could hold on to that, like while we're going through that, I think it would just help us get through mm-hmm. so much more that God has you here, but it's only temporary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whether it's, I mean, I've seen that in my circumstances over the last few years, I was so upset when I had to move back in with you when, mm-hmm. after moving away from school and I wanted to move on to a new apartment, but instead I had to move back in with you. And like, that was just so just, just like defeating, defeating for me defeating, like I was just yeah. so upset and I was already an adult and oh, how could I move back in with my mom but like a lot of I people mean, are was, doing it now <laughs> that was three years ago that was three or four years ago you know yeah. it just goes like that and I'm it allowed me to get back to school that's already done like right. it's just it's just such a short time that like we feel like is lasting so long but like a short time that teaches you so much right mm-hmm. I mean so it's just really unbelievable like everything happens for a reason Oh. You know, and it, it's just realized over and over again. And 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 God allows things to happen. I mean, we for, being a being a control freak that I am, or past amen to that control <laughs> freak. Yeah, really. Um, um, we know who's really in control. You know, and so if we if we think of that too, you know, think of the fact that He's always with us. He's in control. Well, then just go ahead, and take care of it, Lord. You know, right. Whatever the next life, step might be, whatever that might be there, at right. that time that you're going through. But he is, like you say, he is teaching us. And and life is definitely a blink in the eye. When you think of all the grains of sand on a beach. And you know what I mean? There's truth. A so so these moments are like a grain of sand. Truth. Yeah. And they're. Yeah. But so. you don't think of it like that because it just. It's just so interesting. Like after the fact, you think of it like that. You know, oh, that was such a short-lived time. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was going on forever. All these moments, you yeah. know. But well, and there are people out there who are have some, who have suffering from physical illness, mental illness, and all kinds of things. You know, and and, and that could last them a lifetime. That could last them a lifetime, and and it is horrible. You know, um, but the power of prayer is is amazing. Also. Not only Other that. people praying for you, or in for, for the for those people who are suffering in such a way, prayer is huge. We need to be praying. Not only that, though. Um, 
You lost your train of thought. I lost didn't my train you? of thought. I was going <laughs> to say something. Welcome to my world. Yeah, and totally lost it. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally lost it. It'll come back to me though, and it'll be it'll a good point. Back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. just re- I mean, continuing on the same subject, but not remembering what I was going to say because that yeah. happens often. There you go. But hey, but trying to get other pe- people to believe that too, you know, especially when they seem so desperate for an answer and s- just searching and searching, and it's like, do they realize that might be God's way of trying to get them to turn toward Him? No, you know, probably not in that I mean, moment, maybe after the fact. But, I mean, look right now with this whole COVID thing. You know what I mean? Some people say, is this, you know, this is a chastisement. This is, you know, it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. Okay, let's, God, well, first of all, God is allowing everything to go on. He allows the the air to come into our lungs and out of our lungs. That I, I mean, he allows everything to go on. So he's allowing this to go on. And, and I, it does have people talking. It has people talking about him. It has people talking Truth. about their deaths, and you know, and everything else. So, um, so hopefully, some people will be turning back to him. Well, I and don't think people want to believe that their loved ones are are dying and turning into nothing. <coughs> excuse me. You know, I think. Excuse me. Sorry. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. Um, I don't. I don't think people want to think of their loved ones like just turning into nothingness you know what i mean i think they want to think of their loved ones dying and entering into a blissful eternity of like just heaven peace and happiness and Mm -hmm. heaven and like that's where our true life lies like this life we're living right now here on earth is so brief and fleeting like our main goal is to be there and the ultimate life you know and like for eternity you know and and so like that is really hard to grasp for people. I don't grasp that at all by any means. Or that our true war, our true home is in heaven with and God. And that this life right here mm-hmm. is so brief. And so, like, mm-hmm. even if you do are diagnosed with a terminal illness, I mean, how can someone believe, like, oh, okay, well, it won't last that long because this is just my earth well, life. Well, some people you know? do, though. Some yeah. people of faith. And, I mean, look at all the, the, the saints throughout history who, who suffered horrible lives i mean people who are suffering right now and 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 then then know that their true reward is heaven and they're they're accepting it and and a lot of people offer their suffering up for souls Mm -hmm. for people who don't believe in god Mm -hmm. because when you offer your sufferings up um that's huge souls get saved you know Mm -hmm. and and people have had deathbed experiences where they have died and and are informed that people were praying for them that they mm-hmm. were off their their prayers their suffering were offered up for them so we're all going to meet god we're all going to meet god and, uh, in uh, the way we want to or not i mean i can't wait i i mean i i can't wait but at the same time I don't feel clean enough right now, well, for of lack of better words. Like none it's of very nerve wracking to think about. Like none of us are. We all being face to face with him and the, the guilt and mercy. His mercy. I mean, a hundred percent. It's not guilt is not of God. I don't think that He would want us to feel no, guilty face to face with Him. We might be guilty of things, but that's why we have confession and His mercy. No, the 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 biggest sin, the biggest wrong that we can do, is never ever. Never, ever bigger than his mercy. His mercy is far greater 
than anything we do in our lives. That's fair. And that's what, and that's why we need to turn to him, Mm -hmm. you know, and say, I'm sorry, have mercy on me. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge, huge. Just read the diary of St. Faustina. Mm -hmm. It's all about divine mercy and that we are in a time of mercy right now. Mm -hmm. Time of grace, mercy. Yeah, he'll pull us. He'll pull us through it all. It's just getting other people to believe that is the. We believe that. You and I believe that. We know that. We can live by that. It's it's scary for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you don't want. I mean, I, I don't want my grandchildren, and and my adult children living in this world as it is right now. There's, there's, it's too crazy. You and know we I mean? as adults understand who's going to pull us through. But there's adults out there older than you that don't understand that. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. well, so it's, it's a complicated matter, well, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, really, I mean, we are, we are not of this world. We are, we're just here temporarily, you know, and, and, and as your grandmother said, your great grandmother said, we live and we learn and we die dumb <laughs> because he does teach us all the time, you know, so, so. The best thing we can do is be examples. Be examples and, and remain hopeful. Like, know that this is not, like, our ultimate goal is not here. You know what I mean? There's it's just so like, much more yeah. great, amazing, like, just an eternity of just bliss is just waiting, you know? And, like, so mm-hmm. to just, like, anticipate that is just, like, astounding. But, like, when you can't, again, going back to the when you can't see it. Right, but how do you, you believe something like that? But what's you know? really amazing is someone I don't know if it was someone told me this or I don't know. But anyway, if you look at pictures of Jesus, you know, and and I know no one knows exactly what he looks like, but when you look at a, a picture, a painting, and you look at his eyes, you know, his eyes are always full of love. Right. So let's, if we just get lost in his love, he, then we can love one another. He created us to love him and love others. And through love, we'll be able to do whatever. And that's why you're right. We will get through this if the, the people of faith love one another and then love our enemies. And that's a tough one to do. But, but that's we inviting, are called to love our enemies. And that's inviting God and Jesus into every aspect of our lives. And Absolutely. he asks us to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He asks us to include him in everything because he's going to get us through everything and be there with us through everything. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want us to push him away, you know, or or be ashamed or mm-hmm. feel like we have to hide. Like he wants us to include him in everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. From suffering to celebration to everything, I mean, everything love with another person. He want he wants to be mm-hmm. with you. Did you ever see that picture of the door <clears throat> of Jesus standing at? He's like, it's a wooden door, and he's standing at the door. Well, there's there's no door handle on the outside. He I've never seen that. He can't open it. There's only a door handle on the other side, and that's where we are. Oh, that's cool. No, I've never seen so that. You, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. And, and uh, you, we have to open the door to right. Jesus. You know? Well, he's, he'll it's make a himself really cool known picture. to us, but he's not going to beg us to come follow him. Yeah. You 
know, he'll make himself known to us so he we has. can discover him <laughs> over and over, but he won't mm-hmm. beg us. He's not going to beg us. He's just, you know, I, I tell, I tell people like, um, I talk to a lot of people who have lost children and, and what I found in my journey of grief is that my life changed and as it changed and as I progressed through grief and heal and healing, I would look back like where I was, you know what I mean? Like I could, you go, grief is like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's like good days, bad days. And I could tell when a good period was coming, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, Ugh. well, I got to a point where I knew a bad time was coming but I could look back and say, I know I'm going to get through this because I've gotten through all these mm-hmm. other ups and downs of grief. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I remind my parents of that. Think of where you were. Tell the audience days. who your parents are. Uh, my parents were at Gabby's Grief Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I, you know, I, I do work at Gabby's Grief Center. Uh, we are a nonprofit grief support center. We offer individual counseling, and um, we have numerous support groups. And, and I happen to um, facilitate a parent group that was formed back in 2005. Um, uh, and one of our parents named us the Valley Walkers. You are part of that first group, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Jam Baden, who founded Valley Walkers, uh, or I'm sorry, Gabby's Ladder, uh, uh, I think in 2001, um, we, I called when Phil died. I called and, and uh, needed some direction. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what, what to do. You know, mm-hmm. we just lost our, our child and you lost your brother and, and so on. And um, we went as a family and, I remember that. Um, Jan uh, counseled us. And at the time, there were four or five other families in the community that lost young adults. And we, um, she called us all together for a workshop in March, I believe, of 2005. And it was just a six-week session. It was mm-hmm. a workshop. And I remember her telling us that we will, we will be forever changed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no way. Mm-hmm. Well... I am changed. I am not the person I was. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And neither is anybody right else. I don't even um, think I remember that person. N- you yeah, know, really. I was before. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, anyway, the workshop ended, and then we decided that we were going to stay, and we met um, um, weekly. We used to go to the fire hall when Dad was on duty, and would meet there, and we always introduced each other as the friends that we wished we had never met. Mm-hmm. But we loved each other dearly. So we met, and um, that Valley Walkers group was the first adult support group at Gabby's Ladder um, and is still going to this day. And it's a phenomenal group. It's a phenomenal group. These people support one another. They've lost children um, and from, in all different kinds of ways. Uh, we lose our children. We lose our loved ones um, to car accidents, cancer, overdoses, uh, alcohol poisoning, murder, suicide, you name it. It's all, you know, um, unfortunately we So are, much that people have to deal with. Yeah, so much that people have to deal with. So not only did they lose their child, uh, they may have, you know, people are losing their loved ones in traumatic ways. Mm-hmm. So it's it's traumatizing enough to lose a child, 
but then to add everything else to it, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, there's so much. I mean, yeah. there's like consequences of yes. You know, whether they have if they have kids, where does the custody of the kids go to? Oh, that's where, huge. You know, huge. Like, sure, just, sure, sure. And and among many others, I mean, and post traumatic stress mm-hmm. is is huge in that also. So, um, but anyway, so as as we journey through this this thing called grief, you know, we change mm-hmm. and we grow. And and I try to to encourage these people that look, even if it's only been a year, look look where you were a year ago. Mm-hmm. You're not there a year ago because mm-hmm. a year ago you couldn't even talk when you walked into the room. You It was a miracle that you walked into the meeting mm-hmm. because it's, when you walk into a grief center, a support group, you're acknowledging your reality and your reality is is that you just lost someone that you love dearly. Right. You know, so. A lot so, of people so, don't want to do that. So, well, yeah. And so, so with God present in your life through all things, not just the loss of a, a child or a parent or a spouse or whatever, through all things he gets us through and he teaches us always. And if you include him in everything, you include him in the good, I mean, you'll realize him in the bad. You know what I mean? If you realize that he's always there, you're going to realize that when he's there in the bad, you know, he's going to get you through. You're going to cling. You're going to learn. It's going to be a lesson every time. You're going to learn that he's here, that he's here, you know? like Absolutely. Your first lesson, you're not going to realize that. Phil died. I did not realize that. No. Who do I cling to? Mm -mm. You know, but now, like... You're hanging on, aren't you? Break a nail. Who do I cling to? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, but anything, you know, whether if if I'm experiencing something, you know, just... As a mother, as oh, sure. whatever, you know, first prayer is to him. The well, surrender prayer, the, oh, yeah. you know, is well, my that favorite. Surrender, that surrender prayer is really a good one. Yeah. Really a good one. Because, yeah, he just wants us to say, you take care of it. Right. You know? So, I mean, like, but yeah. we've had to learn all that the hard way, Yeah, you know, but I, at yeah. the same time, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it because I love the person I am. You know, like, sure. I just, I love where I'm at. I, I love my life you know what i mean i'm i'm happy i'm truly happy mm-hmm. you know i, I wouldn't blessed. say for the first time but i am truly blessed there's so much i have to be thankful for and, and i was taught all that through our suffering through learning that he was the only one to get us through mm-hmm. you know we have to take our steps too though we can't just sit True. on the couch and say oh god get me through this mm-hmm. okay yeah right. god get me through this it's kind of like a a person with an addiction, you know, God, get me through this. Okay. Be open then, to what he's going to offer them. Yeah, yeah. You have to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's an amazing God. He's my guy. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, quote. <laughs> uh, you know, too, <laughs> is that, that he created us to be. Well, I, I pray that he will help me to be the person he created me to be. And I ask his mother to to help me be the person her son created me to be because because we're we're better. We're better when he does it. Mhm. You know. Right. Well, I mean any plan we have for ourselves is is nothing compared to what he has in store for mm-hmm. us. That's a song, yeah. 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 So that's my why. That's my why. That's my guy. That's my why. <laughs> she went there. She went there. 
<laughs> no, but this was a good episode, a good talk. I hope you guys join us again next week. I mean, every week it'll get better, it'll get easier. Mm-hmm. So it will just we're having fun on. with it, yeah. And God bless you all abundantly, over and over again. Amen. Have a good day.